Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello, and I am the author of Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, and I'm here today with my co-host, Carrie Butler, who is a Ho'oponopono forgiveness coach, and she's also the owner of the Los Angeles-based emergency cafe consulting firm. Today, we come together with our coffee cup to talk to you about what it takes to be happy. Sometimes in our life, we go through things and... There's an old adage from uh, recovery that says one day at a time. And there's often things where you go through that last longer than one day that you have to take one day at a time. And so Carrie and I had a conversation the other day about how we would, what our tools were to get through those types of days and moments. And so we're here to share that with you today. Carrie, good morning. Good morning, my love. Oh, my God. I picked the best. I'm sorry. I already picked my card. <laughs> you know what? I'm just so I excited about my this card day. today, too. Shut up. Isn't that, that is, I'm not kidding. I picked a card before we even started. I can't. Let's share our cards right now. Okay. So I literally just picked a card from, you know, my favorite deck, Mermaids and Dolphins, A New Dawn. The worst is now behind you, and positive new experiences are on the horizon. Hello. Drop the mic. Let's just hang up now, shall we? (laughs) Well, it's so interesting because I picked um, a card from my deck, Universal Angels, and it was the Patience card. And it was the will or ability to wait. are you for real? I'm sorry, I just have to interrupt you. Okay, what card did I pull for you yesterday? Did you pull patience for me yesterday? Yes, I did, Missy. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So it says the will or ability to wait, to endure without complaint, perseverance in performing a task, self-possession of one's own spirit. And really the message was here was to not let my emotions control my actions. And that delay was very appropriate because hasty actions would prove detrimental later. So, you know, full disclosure, it's kind of where I'm at because uh, in the last 14 days of my life, I could say that I've had every emotional challenge that uh, I never deemed possible (laughs) at the same time. And ranging from feelings of sadness, grief, love, joy, I mean, the range of emotions that I've gone through is quite phenomenal. But it, it kept pointing back to that one thing and that was my emotions run my life. So meaning that how I feel every day is really of the utmost importance and how I check in with myself to make sure that when I'm feeling sad, lonely, betrayed, angry, frustrated, happy, uh, reminiscent, uh, whatever those emotions are that you have, that I check in with myself and just acknowledge them. So it's been a really interesting learning time, but I did proclaim to the universe today, uh, I need a little break from spiritual growth because uh, sometimes it's just hard and it's hard sometimes when you're going through all these ranges of emotions just to get through the day. So I'm kind of trying to lighten my load right now and that's where it comes back to being happy. And every single one of us wake up every day with this goal of being happy. And what does that mean? How How does that look? My happy might be a phone call from somebody and that might be the only happy thing I can pick up that day or this radio show. 
just a few minutes ago, and I'll ramble for one more second, I had a, a, an impromptu visit from a friend of mine who's going through some stuff, and it's actually we're going through very similar stuff at the same time. And she came in, and I asked her how she was, and she kind of had that permission to break, and then I had permission to break, and we, real, and we sat there and, and cried and hugged about situations that are going on in our lives together, and uh, separately, but, but very, you know, matched. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is the range of emotions. I'm sitting here crying and hugging my friend, and i got a radio show in four minutes, and I've got to be on. You know, I've got to be Kathy Anello, the radio person. But really, I'm just Kathy Anello, the person going through a very difficult time of my life. So I just have to accept that and get through the day being as happy as I can. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you so much. It was a great talk today. Um, I'm going to go finish my coffee. <laughs> No, okay, so I have two things that I want to say. I really want to talk about this card and then the, the deeper meaning of this card because we usually do that. And then I want to talk about happiness and just remind, if I, oh, I'll just, just heartbreak. Okay, so, yeah. um, all right, so it says, the worst is now behind you and positive new experiences are on the horizon. You've endured storm over rough seas, but now the way is clear and smooth from heroin Oh, excuse me, from here. From here in, you can expect the best wash away the negativity from your consciousness and past memories and keep only the positive lessons and love. Don't hang on Mm. to anything that could weigh you down, such as resentment or bitterness. Let it go. If you've gone through patterns of negativity in the past, this is the time to affirm, I now release the need to experience this life lesson. I extract whatever teachings, right? I know. I expect whatever teachings. That, I just had that this morning. Just had that revelation. I know, I was right? Release it. Yeah, love it. I need to discover, and I move on to a life of harmonious and peaceful actions. Pulling this card by pulling this card, you've turned a corner in your life, wherein your prayers and positive thoughts are delivering new rays of divine light to illuminate your present and your future. And you know, like when you were talking about, like you want a spiritual break. I so understand what you're saying, but we can't, I feel like we can't lose sight of what we know. You know, it's not like you can just say like, okay, I'm not going to be spiritual again. And I was listening to a song the other day on the radio. Remember yesterday you and I were talking about all right versus the words, like the one word, all Mm -hmm. right, like everything is all right. But then we were looking at the words all right, like A-L-L and then R-I-G-H-T. And it's really about, like it's the it's how you so it's like how you say some of these words because I was listening to you know my favorite country station and there's a new song I want, I can't even remember who it's by but it's called I need a heartbreak instead of like oh. heartbreak like I have heartbreak it's like I just need a heartbreak right and oh, I was just like holy okay so it's like it's like if you just change like how you even look at the words of stuff. Like, it can totally just change. I was just like, oh, my God, that's so freaking smart. You know, like, what a great song that is because you really, it's like, you, yeah, like you were saying, you just need, like, a spiritual break. It's like you just need a heartbreak, like, time out. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and time out. And that's okay. Time out is, um, so it, it's what you do in those time out moments because if you're in time out, uh, you know, and, and I just wanted to touch on what you said about, you know, the spiritual growth and, and my favorite quote, you can't unring the bell. So when you know, you know, 
And so, and, and once you've felt the highest highs, it's hard to be in the lowest lows. So uh, one of the things that I've learned to do is to take it, and the name of our show today is One Hour at a Time. Before I go on, I want to invite anybody who would like, who might be listening today to call into our show, and Carrie and I will pull a card for you. Uh, guest call-in number is 646-787-1842. And uh, I feel very enlightened right now, so I feel like we could get some good information out there. Uh, so I just wanted to touch Give on that. that for a minute. But Give that number again, babe, just, just one more time, just in okay, case somebody didn't four, write it down. All right, one eight four two. And I'm going to send out a shout out. I'm broadcasting live on the air, and I'm going to say readings. And I'm going to go post this on Facebook real quick. I could go live. Oh yeah, but you in could any event, it's like, what do we do to get through that hour of a time? Um, pulling cards. Sometimes I will call Carrie. And I will ask her to pull me a card. Yep. No, they won't let me promote it. Darn it. Oh, because it's happening. All right. Well. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's live. It's all right. Okay, we'll see. Maybe it'll work. In uh, any ways, so one hour at a time, there was a time in my life, and it's eons ago, but I, it was right after my house burnt to the ground and I lost everything I had. And I had no idea how my future was going to look like talk about going down to the ashes like if you want to get to the bottom of your life that that was it for me that was a day that I'll never forget how I felt looking at the ashes of my life but my mentality that day was one hour at a time and every time anyone said to me how are you doing I would answer one hour at a time and this went on for like six or seven days until I finally started to I was getting so much support from people and such an outpouring of love for, from people that there was no way I could stay in the sadness and the grief. So my point of that story is that even though I have been sort of in grief, you know, and we've talked about, you know, my sadness and grief around um, my life in certain areas, and but one hour at a time, so, 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 what happened for me was I listened to something and it reminded me and I had a reading with a psychic, Carrie Styers, who's going to be on our show in a couple of weeks. And one of the things I got out of that was that I was holding, withholding my heart from expanding because I was not giving love and to give love, meaning doing something kind for somebody. And in Doreen's uh, virtues, angel message this week, she talks, he, Michael comes on and talks about how, you know, open the door for somebody, do fold their clothes neatly, um, bring somebody a cup of coffee as you drive by their house, maybe your neighbor lives down the street, uh, do something nice for somebody to open your heart. And when you do that, then the happiness is where, that is where your happiness develops. Because I know for me, when I'm giving, even if I'm angry, pissed off, and don't even like this person, if I'm giving, that's my true nature. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? Mm-hmm. I totally is to do. Kind and loving. It's to be right. kind and loving. So we're out of alignment with that because we're angry, hurt, mad, defiant, revengeful, rageful, you know, resentful. When we're all those things, because those are real emotions that happen to people every day, we're triggered. If you did one kind thing when those feelings came up, like what would be different? And that's what I've been experimenting with this week, and it's been mind 
mind-blowing and changing. And just staying true to myself in that, like, if it feels like it's not kind, don't do it. But if it feels like I'm going out of my way to be kind, I'm doing it. It's interesting. Very interesting process I've been going through. Wow. But I, like I need that. a heartbreak. I need a heartbreak very badly. I'm ready to. I've got some good things coming up in the next couple of days to take my mind off life. So I'm happy. Yeah. I just, you I know. I said it. I'm happy. <laughs> there you go. I um, There you go. I was talking to, see, I was talking to, I, I, so along the lines of like, you know, for me, what personally makes me happy is just like literally connecting to source and knowing that they have my back and it's like, okay, like, you know, I, you know me, I'm like addicted to Abraham and I love that. And, and I was listening to them the other day and they were, you know, it's like whatever the negative feeling or whatever it is you have about yourself, like source doesn't see that like source sees the shining, beautiful light that you are. And so I, and it's, and that's all it sees always forever like it doesn't see anything other than than that for you and um so it's really really important for me that i just remember that source is always with me and that I am exactly where I need to be. And then it's like there's this calmness that kind of comes over me and I just kind of slide into it and I just get like a little smile on my face, you know? It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, it's not easy all the time, you know? And and staying focused about it is also what's, what's really um, – it's just – it's you know, and it's a practice, right? I mean, it's a practice. You've got to remember. My friend Mary, Mary Schwartz, who was on the show the other day um, – she um, was really hoping for something to happen for her son. And um, she really wanted it to happen. And we were talking about it and laughing because it's like, it's so not about us. It's not like we might think that something is the best for us, but um, it's really about her son and what was best for her son. It actually ended up that everything all worked out, but we, it's like, you just have to remember that, you know, it's, it's just come back to you, I guess. It's like that's, you know, like if, if you can come back to you, if I can come back to me and be happy, you know, e- even for a moment, just like a glimmer of it. And it's okay to be where you are as well, you know, because you, you have to take baby steps in order to get, you can't do a joy jump if you're in total sadness, right? So it's like little baby right. steps to get where you need to be. Well, if you're in sadness, you know, part of me thinks, and, and part of me has learned, um, you know, there, you know, I realized that through a couple of really um, great losses in my life, situations put me in to a pattern of fight or flight rather than grieve and, and, and mourn. And so grieving was never something that I allowed myself to do on some people who were pretty important to me in my life. And so now I'm just realizing that it's really important to heal. You know, it's, it's, it's like by healing, and how do you heal? By thinking about good memories, by, by sharing, spending time with people and just, you know, knowing that life is just something that happens and that all you need is like the people around you. And when you're going through those times, the people that are around you are, the, are your people. 
You know what I mean? Like when you're going through a loss or you're going through a, a change in your life or something is coming up that is hard to handle, look around. See who's calling to check on you. See who's got your back, so to speak. See, see who feels like you're important enough to say, how are you doing today? And those are your peeps. And I think that, you know, when I was writing my book, that was a really key uh, it was a really key chapter for me to figure out who those people were. And once you do, like those are the ones who get your attention. Those are the ones who fill you up. Those are the ones who, when you're feeling sad, are there to help you giggle. (laughs) Right. Right. And I think you have to be open to like, you know, like what is happiness? You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, a little bit, a little bit of movement off of sadness is, happy you know but do you always have to be like running around woohoo you know like we're at a party kind of happy (laughs) like is that you know what I mean it's like so what is happiness like what does that really really mean I don't know I mean I I think that it's different for everybody I mean when you when when we talk about when we talk about the word happiness, like I have an idea in my mind, like something pops up and I, I, I think I know what that means. I kind of look at it in a little bit of a different way and just say, well, what is happiness? And, you know, it's like contentment, you know, it's like I'm, you know, I, I don't always have to be on the beach in Wailea to be happy. Although, you know, <laughs> although that really would be a very, you know, which brings up a great, a great point visualization we talked about it till we're blue in the face but I can honestly say today when I was sitting before our show doing Doreen Virtue's prayer for those of you that don't know Doreen Virtue is who certified Carrie and I to be angel readers and I just want to give her a little shout out because every week on YouTube she does a free weekly card reading you can go subscribe to her station and they're pretty spot on like you're almost like oh my god like she is the real deal not that we're not, but she really had. So, so today there was a prayer at the end of her uh, YouTube that really helped you put yourself in the bubble and deflect the negative energy coming into you. And, and when I was in that process, I was like, oh, my God, like I totally know this. I wrote about this in my book. I've known everything about it. And I forget that I have the tool in you know, in my tool belt to meditate and put the bubble around me and deflect the negativity of other people. So it was just really a good reminder, and it was a very soothing prayer. So I just wanted to shout out that if anyone was feeling a little bit off today or they felt like they needed something to help them, I would strongly recommend going to YouTube and listening to that broadcast because it was really just it – really, Carrie called me this morning and said, you have, to, you have to listen to it, and it was helpful, very helpful. Yay. So you really don't want to take a spiritual break. You just don't want to have any more or growth. Like, you know, it's like you're good where you are right now. And let's just use the tools that you have right now to get you to the next place of where you want to be. Yeah. And then, you know, also like identifying, identifying the sources of where you're feeling off. Like that, like we've done things where we've talked so many times about getting, uh, making lists and this and that, and it's all a lot of work, you know, to, to really discover. But when you sit down and say, well, what is it that 
making me unhappy? And what is it that's making me happy? And make that list side by side. It's very telling to where you need to eliminate or stop tolerating or stop enduring or whatever that is. Get clear with where your happy lives. You know what I mean? Like what is it that makes me happy? Is it that the sun is shining today? Is it that I get to get in a beautiful car every day and that makes me happy? Is, is it I want to, you know, getting my nails done makes me happy? Just pick a day and just kind of go through uh, you know, seeing the dog poop on the front lawn makes me unhappy. You know, so it's like there's just stuff that you can do to kind of identify what happy feels like to you. It's just interesting. And I've done the exercises before and gone, oh, my God. And then I look at the things that are making me unhappy, and I think that's ridiculous. You know, there's, so there's poop on the front lawn. Pick it up. You have a dog. <laughs> right. Like, that's kind of what happens when you have one. Like, you're, you're going to let that bother you? You know, I mean, like. When things are going on in the world, like what you know, you told me about what's happened this morning, and there's a big fire. You know, last night there was a huge fire in London, and I was like, London, in England has been hit so hard. How did they endure? You know, how do they get through that? Because they rise up. Because they rise. You know, up. they just ram right. They up. rise up. They oh, do. I Listen, I okay. So, you know, I have my. I think we talked about like summer, you know, things, fun summer things a show or two ago. And one of them was, for me, it was um, America's Got Talent. Uh And you know the saying like somebody else always has it worse. And and, like I forget that, you know, it's like I forget that. And, And it's not that I want to focus on that, but I just have to share with you this, like I'm going to get tears in my eyes. Like this, okay, so this girl comes out. Um, I want to say she was in her 20s, completely, like you could tell that she was pretty much had been burned her entire body. Like, you know how that, mm-hmm. when you see somebody that has been burned and like they, their face, they have the skin grafts and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And her, so, and she was going to sing. And her story, you know, every, I mean, like, they always want the hook. They always want the story, which, you know, of course, we become invested in. And then we follow these people, which, I mean, you know, their their formula works. And she was, um, she was with a, uh, like a camp group or something. And they were coming home. They were, she lives in Nigeria. They were coming home from just doing, um, singing in a choir. And their plane crashed. And there were 109 people on the plane. 107 of them perished. She was one of the two people that survived. And, I mean, you should, like, in the audience, like, you know, like, I mean, uh, the tears were streaming down my face. They were streaming down the audience's faces. And she was talking about how she this was not going to define her. But what happened was through, like, all the pain that she had and, and, you know, the surgery, she had over a hundred surgeries. That music made her happy. Like that's yeah. what she said. Music made me happy. And I was not going to let this define me. And sure enough, that beautiful spirit opened her mouth and nobody could speak because her voice was like, a, like an angel. And it was like, okay, well, that's your gift. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that is how you found your voice. But I was, you know, it's like, my God, 
she had a hundred surgeries. She was one of, you know, two people to survive and a devastating I airplane wish I crash. I missed that one. That was, was that on last night? It was on Don't they do, um, don't they? Oh, yeah, uh, I can get it on. Yeah. Um, we can all I mean, and I'll bet you it's on YouTube. On- I will bet you a million dollars right yeah. now if you, like, Google, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you need mm-hmm. to Google. Oh, my God. But it's like, I guess for me, last night I was just thinking, my God, like, putting things into perspective, you know. It's like, wow. Yeah. Like, I always <sighs> want to be happy. Like, I, I, you know, we can get through anything. We really can. We can get through anything. It just, you know, like, let let it just allow, right? Like just allow. And well, just we like, can get through anything because the alternative to it is not getting through it, <laughs> you know? And so when you say it like that, we can get through anything. I'm thinking, yes, of course you can get through anything because you have to keep getting to the next hour. Like, okay. Yeah. Now it's, now it's 12 o'clock. You know, I made it another hour and, and, you know, there are people I, I could go off, but I, I wanted to talk about, uh, there's a book out there in the world called The Happiness Toolkit, Get Happy, Stay Happy, and it's by an, a lady named Gaylene Williams. She's not a very, and, and Linda Hancock Moore. They're not very well-known authors. It's not a Hay House book, but she has some really fun solutions. But one of the quotes out of her book, uh, there's two that I wanted to read. One is by Aristotle. So it says, happiness is the meaning and the purpose of life, the whole aim and end of human existence. Like, that is what all of us, from the beginning of life, you think about a baby that giggles and laughs and they're happy, and you look at your baby and you're like, happy baby, baby, happy baby, right? And then life takes us to the end of our journey, and you're looking out there, you know, at, at what you've created, your, your home, your career, your people, your grandchildren, everything that's created because of you, and, your, and there's a, a peaceful happiness of that. And so what happens in between that beginning and end, if you're lucky enough, you have the tool belt to say, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what's happening, in the beginning and the end, it's, it's going to be happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just gets me through the day. So then fast forward, uh, it says happiness is a journey, not a destination. Happiness is to be found along the way, not at the end of the road. For then the journey is over and it's too late. The time for happiness is today, not tomorrow. And that's by Joseph Smith, Jr. And I have one more to read, and it says, To seek happiness outside of ourselves is like trying to lasso a cloud. Happiness is not a thing. It is a state of mind. And that is by Omar Khayyam. Just really wanted to have you guys kind of you know, listen to those words and just know that happiness is inside of you. Happiness is what you are, not what you do. Absolutely. Did I lose you? No, I just was pausing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, Sorry, I just, I didn't uh, really. you know, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Having money doesn't make us happy. Uh, I mean, what makes you happy? One, one thing right now, Carrie, can you come up with that makes you happy? Um, listening to music makes me happy, mm-hmm. especially... You know, my country, like, just give me my Luke Bryan and let's just, you know, like, I just love country music because it just makes me feel so good. Like, even when it makes me feel sad, it makes me feel good, you know? It's like, 
we're all in this together. You know, we're yeah. like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like, you know, we're, we, we are separate, but we are together and we can just, we can rejoice. And, and well, you know, it, okay. Don't you find it kind of crazy that all of our spiritual teachers and actually a lot of like all spiritual teachers out there teach the same thing. It's just a matter of how they deliver the message. You know, like you just, you just read a quote from Aristotle, Abraham, that's the whole thing. It's like his thing, like the whole thing is about being happy, you know, about being joyful. Like just because, you know, his teachings say that the things that we want, we want things because we feel like they will make us happy. But the truth is, is that we can just be happy and then attract those things to us. We don't need those things to be happy, but we have learned it so ass backwards that we think, you know, we need, we need the things and then we get happy and rather we can just be happy and then the things come. So, well, you know, I, one of the things that you and I talked about uh, that I have been learning and really kind of excited about learning is is the concept that, uh, you know, our choices, our decisions are what create our life and our daily lives and, and our choices create, we create our reality. That's an Abraham. But one of the things I was studying about um, was that, you know, some parts of unhappiness uh, rise up in our lives due to indecision. And, you know, it's like without a decision, you know, right or wrong, you know, if you make the wrong decision, you still can make the right one. Do you know what I mean? But if you make no decisions, then you're sitting in sort of a limbo. And if you, it, one of the quotes by Harry Truman is, if you choose not to decide, you have still made a choice. And so, but by not deciding and not choosing and not letting go, like making the choice and then letting go of anything else that led to that choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just, you can't go backwards. You can't think I made, you just have to make a choice. You have to make a decision and then you have to go forward. But if you make no decision and you're sitting there, you know, should I buy the dress or shouldn't I buy the dress? If you choose not to buy the dress, then let the dress go. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Don't go back to the store and look at it. Don't call it up on the damn phone. If you buy the dress and wear it proudly, enjoy the dress, wear it seven days in a row, be the dress. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So I think that for me, uh, a lot of times in my life, I mean, I've waited for the universe to make decisions for me. You know, somehow the dress would miraculously be delivered to my front door without me having to buy it. <laughs> oh. Sometimes well, stranger things beautiful. have happened, you know. And sometimes stranger it was a very patterned dress, so... I think that for the the thought of sitting in limbo in your life is also a place where you can't find that true joy because you're in limbo. Just food so, for thought. So, so make an action. Just, like take an action. Take an action. Right? Like, take you know, it. if there's something like make your list, and if there's something on that list that you can change, but you're on the fence, oh, God, do I change it? Do I not? Do I buy the dress? Do I don't? You know what? Either buy the dress or don't buy the dress. It's kind of like the way of the peaceful warrior. I'll always go back to Dan Millman's book. And if you've never read the book, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, it's an ancient old book. I've read it 25 years ago. 
But the way of the peaceful warrior talks about how to be peaceful in a warrior's type world. But one of the things that he said that always stuck with me was sit or stand, but don't wobble. And sit or think stand, about, but don't wobble? Yeah. So in other words, you're either sitting down or you're standing up, but in the middle you're like, do I sit, do I stand, do I sit, do I stand, you know, and you're going up and down, up and down. Just right. Down. Or just stand up. Or stand but, up. But, 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 but sitting in the middle of anything, you know, isn't going to help you find your happy. It's just not. Right. Right. You've got to have, right. you've got to have, and choices aren't easy to make. So don't, I'm, I'm not putting it out there for the world to say, oh, you've got to make a choice. What I'm saying is to start uncovering those choices, start uncovering what it is that uh, is making you unhappy and then start living as if you have the thing that's going to make you happy. Just start, start living it, even if it's not there. Well, that's take you know camp. that's it, yeah, Mike. Right, like camp. Mike Dooley, everybody, Wayne, beautiful Wayne. It's Wayne Dyer Wednesday. You know, they always say live from the end, like live from the end result. Yeah. I think you what your your point of of choosing something is really important. Like you have to choose. You might not be happy at that moment, but you have to choose to to figure out what it like how you're going to get happy. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not happy now, but I want to be happy. So that's my first choice. Like I'm going to be happy. I don't know what that looks like right now, but you know, at least you've decided, okay, like I'm now I'm not going to be unhappy anymore. Right. Or I'm not going to be. That's the first choice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so what are some of those other, okay. So the listing, like, I know it's kind of time consuming, but man, like, it gets you, first of they're like making those lists is so important for several reasons. Number one, you can really get, get it out of your body and onto a piece of paper so that you can look at it. And then, you know, no two things can occupy the same space. So once you get all that stuff out of your brain, out of your mind, onto the paper, then more stuff can flow into your brain and onto the paper. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you can get more room in there to really, you know, start the juices flowing and stuff. And, you know, I think one of the great things is to go back to a time when you were happy, you know, or something that does bring you happiness. And then you can start to feel that feeling because, you know, the whole vibration thing, it's like once you, it's the momentum of it. It's like once you start feeling happy, then, it, you know, it's like you can, you can really grow on it and you can build and build and build. And then that's when the universe, boom, brings you something that you're in alignment with. <clears throat> and you know what? Trusting yourself. Well, yeah, that's, like, so, that's good. Yeah, go ahead. Right. I mean, trusting yourself to know that you, like, man, our minds are just crazy little buggers sometimes. It's like, what was it that I think Abraham said something and somebody was in the hot seat and they were talking. She said, well, but I think this. And so she, they're like, just stop it. Then just stop it. Like, stop talking about that, you know, or stop thinking like that or whatever. And there's a quote, there's it's, a quote that says the mind, can, the mind cannot be trusted. We can think ourselves into anything. <laughs> see, right? Like it's, yeah, well, I mean, oh, that's, that's great. So take your mind, put it on the couch. Like I always do and go sit there and be freaking quiet. Like you're not going to speak right yeah. now. Yes. Cause we think that like we, I, I feel like it's like, we think that there's somebody else living inside of our head that like is pulling these puppet strings, but it's us. 
Like, there's nobody else inside there, like, moving around or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we're one thing. We're one person. We're one, you know? So it's like, there's nobody, you know? It's like, what is that? That little, like, those little cartoons with, like, the red devil on one shoulder and then, like, the little, you know, white angel on the other. It's like, do this, do that, do this, do that. It's like, you bo- you know, flick them both off your shoulders. You know? yeah. I got yeah. this. You know, like, I got this. Like, we really can, like, mind mess ourselves into such a tizzy. And I have to, you know, for me, like, when I really first started my spiritual um, uh, practice, everybody would say, like, it's like a muscle. Like, you have to practice it or it's, you're not going to use it. And I was just like, oh, this is not, you know. Like, I felt so uncomfortable doing a lot of the things that, that – I was quote unquote instructed to do, you know, meditation or whatever, but I'll tell you, it, it's so, it's so true. You know, it, you use it and, and there it is and you use it and there it is. And, uh, I just, you know, the, one of the other things that makes me happy, I was just thinking about other like fun little tools and stuff to get happy. I mean, I go back to our trip to Maui every day, Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. And I look at, um, I follow probably every Maui Instagram account there is. <laughs> and on Facebook, there's like Hawaiian, you know, movies and stuff. And I just, it just takes me there, you know. It's like I'm, I'm not happier. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I say like I'm not going to be 100% happy until I get back there. And part of me like really, you know, it's like, no, I really, that's my, that's my happy place. That's my happy place. And until I can get there again, I get there in my yeah. brain, in my mind. You have to be happy first, and then you get there. And there's a quote yeah. by uh, a gentleman named Earl Nightingale, and it, it, it says, a great attitude does much more than turn on the lights in our world. It seems to magically connect us to all sorts of serendipitous opportunities that were somehow absent before the change. So happiness is about how I you're coming that. out in the world. Yeah. And, and you have to project that. And, you know, one of the things that uh, we were talking about this week uh, was the fact that the relationships with others that might bring unhappiness to you or you might think they're bringing you unhappiness, what really only matters is the relationship with you. Are you being true to your thoughts? Are you being true to your feelings? Are you being in alignment with what you believe? Because people can come at us with every opinion and you know, oh, you should do this, or you should do that, or I want you to do this, or I want you, you know, whatever that is. All that stuff is like, I want to say white noise. <laughs> and it really only matters what I think feel, how, how this is making me feel, if I want to make a choice in this direction. Because I have learned that listening to other people, although valuable, it really comes down to what is it for me. Right. And what they works can help for you. Yeah, and so for me, every time I get to a place of unhappiness, which I am, can clearly uh, define the difference in my body when I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling happy, uh, I do everything I can to get to happy. I do everything I can to take my brain off it. I'll turn on Seinfeld. It, whatever it takes for me to get out of the gloom and doom and into the happy, sassy Kathy. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, doing one hour at a time, you know, we hear that a lot from 
people that have experienced like tragedy in their lives or something, you know, like just like one, you know, one, like one step at a time, you know, one hour at a time, like the, the world does go on and, you know, it's just, it almost seems like in, in certain situations, yeah, no, I really don't want it to go on kind of thing, but, but it does. Like we wake up every morning, the sun rises, the sun sets every morning. So with, you know, with that happening, you know, it's all about choice and how can we, how can we just keep the happiness going, you know, and, 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 and how can we be happy in times of darkness? That's like, you know, that's a big one too. Yeah. So, you know, so happiness in alignment with yourself, integrity with yourself, uh, going with the flow of life. Those are ways to stay happy. Like if something's happening in, in your life that makes you angry for, you know, and I'm giving these very small examples. You're in, you know, the bank line and somebody cuts you off and says, no, I was here. And there starts to be an exchange. You know, you have the opportunity in these moments to just take a breath and go, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You know, not doing yeah, it. Not, you don't I'm have not to buy speaking. into it. Yeah, you don't have to buy into it. Right? You you do not. It's like, okay, that's their stuff. That's their deal. That's their thing. Like, whatever, you know, it, it, whatever you know, they're, like, in, we don't have we just, just don't have living to take up that, to your own their shit on. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to take that stuff on. We really don't. So it's your, we, it's we, your yeah. integrity. Your it's your integrity that is most important. So a lot of times, too, we try to change the behavior of other people. We think, well, you're acting out of integrity. You, know, you shouldn't be acting this way. And, you know, but that's not our job. Our job is to take what we feel is, is in integrity with us and just stay with that, regardless of the people who are acting out of integrity around you or putting their own, you know, garbage on you. You know, that's just not our job. So I think one of the tools for happiness is minding your own business. It, it really makes a difference. Even in your closest relationships, sometimes you have to just mind your own business. Yeah. Listen, I had to tell somebody something yesterday that I knew they were not going to be happy with. I knew it. But I had to speak <laughs> my truth about the situation, you know. And it's just like, I couldn't control how they reacted to it. I couldn't help how they reacted to it. I just knew that, you know, but I, I just, I stayed true to myself and yeah, you know, there you go. It's hard. Anyway, so we have two minutes left. Yeah. Let's pull another card or do you want to do a Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote? Do your Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote. You have a good one, don't you? I actually do have one, and it says, every single person who's drifted in and out of your life is part of your divinely chosen experience. So give thanks for all these people and take serious note of what they have brought you. Love it. That's so good. That's so in alignment with what we're talking about, you know? It's like, and then, like, with the people in our lives and stuff. I love that. So what's coming up for you, babe? What what are you going to do? You're gonna do your blog. You should you should talk about your your new um, podcast that you're doing. Oh uh, yes, uh, I you know what I haven't met with the podcast, which makes yet. you I happy. That, I will reserve that for next Wednesday. Uh, today oh, I just um, 
you know, today I, I, my schedule's been a little lighter this month, which is financially not the best, but emotionally the greatest. So I've really just been able to just sort of have the days go as I want them to go, which has been really nice. Uh, anyways, we are going to be next week with, I believe it's Amanda. Amanda Weber. Yep. Amanda Weber. Amanda Weber from the Full Life Podcast is coming on the show. I can't wait. We are going to have a dynamite show for you guys next week. Hopefully we can get some callers because she is just a toolbox of how to live a happy full life. And I'm so excited about that. Carrie, I love you madly. I will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. I love you too. Bye. Aloha, everybody. Have the most amazing happy day. Mwah.